0: Overkill, Profusion, Excess, Surplus, Too Much, Abundance. When it comes to the body of Christ, God is just a big show-off, heaping spiritual gifts on His people in an embarrassment of riches.
1: I'm Laura Pace. And I'm Jessica Denny. You're listening to Embarrassment of Riches, where we explore the wisdom, passion, power, and grace that God has showered on the women of Dallas Bible. Hey Jess. Hey Laura.
0: How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I'm excited about our interview tonight with Christy Kirby. That's right. We are sitting
1: uh, in your what we call the place to be in your house uh with your mic all set up and we've got christy kirby here who you just heard a brief intro about um but we want to get to know you better
2: i'm excited to be here thank you for having me
1: i um we've got some questions prepared but like you said you tend to go off script and so do we so that works well okay that works in our favor um real quick just tell us about
2: yourself okay um, so my name is Christy Kirby, and I've been married for seven years, and I have been at DBC for two years. And I just realized I probably just told them all the things that you were going to do in my intro. Sorry. Oh, that's, um, that's great. That's the basics. Um, <laughs> let's see. We're new to Dallas. We've been here for five years. Christy, what are you talking about? We naturally
0: talked about you at the beginning. That wasn't a yeah, pre-recorded uh, intro
1: at all. <laughs> oh, You're blowing
2: and action
1: because then, we appeared so professional before we, this well
0: we nailed the high just yeah we we did part. so well so you did it again and now you're <laughs> just be like hey what's up, what's up no anyway you're saying okay. so you've been at, at dbc for two years uh-huh. and you have
2: one daughter one daughter she's three very busy child i feel like i have two what's her name again carson okay carson that's right
1: yeah. and she's so cute She's and wearing cute. the most precious little outfits every time I see her.
2: Yes, they're all stained and dirty, but yes, <laughs> that is my child. Well,
1: I, I'm, I feel like I look distracted because I'm looking on my phone because I emailed myself something this last week
2: mm-hmm.
1: or maybe two weeks ago knowing that we were going to interview you. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could read it because you posted it on the Dallas Bible Church Women's Facebook page. And what it said was... Um, your name and you said something had been on your heart for a very long time and that was uh that you were reaching out to any woman at church who felt like they maybe didn't have a person or didn't have a place that they fit in and you put your phone number out on social media and said if you don't have a person talk to me I love connecting people I love um I I love meeting new people, I love getting to know people, and I want you to have a place, essentially is what it said.
0: Classic seven. Yeah, that's right, back to the Enneagram.
1: (laughs) Which I thought was so neat and kind, and that kind of brings us to one of the main things that we're trying to do um, with the podcast is just talk to you about your giftedness. And I feel like that showed maybe at least your... Passion, I don't know if you're gifted yeah. in making friends. You could be terrible <laughs> at it, but it shows your passion. I'm just kidding. I know you're
2: not terrible at making friends.
0: Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that or what 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 brought that? What prompt, prompted mm-hmm. you to, to write that?
2: Well, um, I was, um, well, I had prayed for, well, it's like, I'm sorry. So when That's I, okay. um, I had like a change of life um, at 34. And so I left one life and started a new life. And then I moved with my husband three states. So I have, have made new friends every you know Mm a couple years and so like I I guess and now that I'm older I um appreciate friendships more now Mm -hmm. than I probably did before maybe because like motherhood's a little bit lonely sometimes being married can be a little lonely and so um I had been praying for friends and I just realized how much God in this two years has brought to me through DBC Mm -hmm. um just so many um friendships and like real friendships and like just real conversations. And one day, um, I was at church on Sunday and like people just kept coming up and talking to me and I just like, for like a second, I was just like, Oh, I feel so like joyful and like popular. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of made me realize like, Oh, thank you, God. This is something I pray for connections and that people, um, people I could care about and I could care about me. But then I realized like, what if somebody's seeing that and they don't know like, Oh, this is something Christie prayed about and God mm-hmm. blessed with this. Like what if somebody else doesn't feel that? And so mm-hmm. that would kind of put it on my heart that there's probably people looking around thinking, you know, I don't have that and I want that or I feel, you know, Mm -hmm. unseen and then just kind of built on there. And, um, also like I'm real extroverted. So I know sometimes that's easier for me to show up in a room and, you know, give my opinion or give my heart, but maybe it's harder for some people. And so it's like, God just really put it on my heart to post that and just Mm -hmm. put myself out there to,
0: now, would you tell us the women that responded to it? No, yes. I'm just teasing.
1: I, I just, no, that would be a whole other podcast. Yeah, a whole I other podcast. Um, but I think that that is uh, really neat, and I think that it stemmed out of your gratefulness and your thankfulness for where you are yeah. at DVC, and knowing a lot of people and having a lot of connections yeah. um, makes it that much more sweet.
0: Yeah, thank
2: you. Christy, how, how did you come to faith? Um, so I was raised by a single mom, I mean, um, during my early childhood I did have two stepdads at different times, but for the most part I had a single mom who was on welfare and, um, just like, um, I guess going to college, like, you know, because they, they'll put you through college too, and so she was like an atheist is what she describes herself, so we lived in like low-income apartments and there was just a lot of single moms and there was a neighbor, um, she was a single mom also, but she took like all the kids in the neighborhood to church. And so for like three years, like every Wednesday night, every Sunday, like camps, she just took us to this, um, church of God. Um, I don't even really know what they believe, but I just know that it was like a 45 minutes away church. Oh, wow. Um, it was a little bit of fluent. So they had a lot of programs and, um, they just really focused on memorizing scripture and, um, it just really, I didn't know who Jesus was, but I found that out later, but that, that in my early life told me there's a God, he cares about me and, um, he, um, if I need something, I could go to Him. And there was a couple times in my childhood, like, traumatic things that happened, and I went to God, and He answered those prayers immediately. And so that just put a foundation for, like, when I'm ready for mm-hmm. you, God, you're there for me, and, um, you know, you're going to take care of me. So so that's why I believe in God. Yeah. Um,
1: so how did your... How did your mom feel about, like, you going to church and embracing she was, faith?
2: She wasn't in, like like, she says that she was an atheist, but it wasn't like she was, like, she an atheist. angry atheist. Yeah, she okay. was just, <laughs> like, I think, really, she more agnostic. Yeah, she just, yeah, I like the free babysitting, I guess, maybe. Or, <laughs> you know, it was the 80s, like, she, you know, people were a little more freer with your kids, mm-hmm. you know, because this lady took, like, a bunch of us kids in a very small car, but no mm-hmm. car seats, no booster seats. Like, it's just a different time. Like, I would never let my kindergartner do that, obviously, but you know, um, it's definitely how God found me. Mm -hmm. And and you, you mentioned, um, that you didn't really get it about Jesus back Mm -hmm. then. Uh, so when, what was that turning point where you, um, so my, my mom was in her second, um, marriage and she, they were having a lot of problems. And so I prayed to God. I was like, Lord, if you would just make them Christians then they would be okay. And so, they ended up still divorcing, but six months later, she overheard a conversation about being baptized, and um, at work, and that stopped, prompted her to start um, studying about new, what we called then the New Testament Church, mm-hmm. and that it was very different than what maybe she had thought growing up. And so then we were baptized like two months apart. Um, oh, wow! When I was in the sixth grade, and um, she's been a faithful Christian ever since. So it's like oh, a net wow. that was the second huge prayer that I asked and God mm-hmm. delivered on. And so I learned, you know, as a New Testament. I was Church of Christ, um, mm-hmm. if anybody has any familiarness mm-hmm. with that. Uh, my husband, really? is, 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 okay. he's from the Mecca of the Church of Christ, Abilene, Texas. Okay, nice. yeah. So he knows. Yeah, I was going to go to Lipscomb. Like yeah, he <laughs> knows. Um, so, yeah, so we just immersed ourselves. And my mom was like, you know, we're at church like three times a week. And so I, um, I'm sure, like, the whole Jesus was introduced to me, but I just didn't get it. And I felt like mm-hmm. when I went to college, I maybe if I had had a better assessment, I always knew like a piece of my faith was missing. Cause mm-hmm. the worldly stuff just was so, or maybe that's just how every kid is like, Oh, the worldly stuff is so good. You know? Mm-hmm. Sure. So when I went, you know, so I was really good in high school and like, you know, um, really involved in the, you know, youth group and taught class and always, you know, camp counselor and just, you know, all the social stuff. Making but, all I, the decisions parents want their kids yeah, to make. Yeah, except for when boys are concerned. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> um, um, which is nice because my parents love my husband now more than they ever, they love me. I always mm-hmm. joke. <laughs> but, um, and there's a good story there, too. But, um, so, yeah, so I just went to college and just kind of did the thing. That I think some people do. I just kind of got further and further away, like, you know, mm-hmm. didn't get involved with the college group there got really involved with the sorority and just kind of started taking steps it away. just felt easier that yeah way. Mm-hmm. yeah and so I just took steps away from just really didn't care about God I mm-hmm. guess what yeah. brought you back oh um well um so I'm a nurse I was a nurse and I see Oh, nurse. I think you might have known that I don't think I yeah. did yeah, yeah that's so, interesting yeah so I um um, had really like high ambitions I guess so I was like oh I want to go to CRNA school and mm-hmm. was real focused about like you know I had scholarships for college and when you are have a single mom you can get scholarships and just very like driven by like oh the worldly standards like this will make me feel good about mm-hmm. myself and so um, I um, got like a job right out of um, nursing school and surgical ICU and wow. you know just real like career oriented and just mm-hmm. immersed myself into that and then um, I like hurt my back at work and got prescribed pain medication and so, very quickly, became addicted to that. I don't know if that would have. I think it's very addictive medicine to begin with. But yes, I think I was just in a spiritual place that. Um you were susceptible. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. super susceptible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so.
0: Is that, um, and I'm not to pry cause this is not supposed to be a counseling session where you have to like be oh, But
2: is
0: that kind of what, but
2: like you mentioned like a turning point. That was a huge turning um, point. Um, it, so that was several years of just like going to work, coming home and, and going to sleep, like passing out. There was like mm-hmm. no anticipations of holidays. There was no vacations. My parents, like they would plan something and I wouldn't show up. So it was like, it started out slow, but then it got to a point where I was like, like actually... And that was because
1: of your addiction? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like
2: it started out just like occasional. And then you know, if you have a prescription and you think you have this back injury, you, you know, saying we'll just use it, I'd be like, oh, you need this, and sure. Um, and then, as you guys know, then the thing, the medicine quits working, so it's like, and you just you're just mm-hmm. doing, you're
0: just taking it to not feel bad.
2: Yes, yeah, and, and so, or you
1: start looking for the next thing that's going right. to feel better. So
2: luckily, I didn't, you know, have, I was still a nurse, so I had to, you know, I, did, I feel like if I maybe had another profession, was exposed to more things, it might have been a whole different story. Like, mm-hmm. luckily, I never you know, had any, like, bad things happen, I guess, Mm -hmm. per se. So, um, long story short, um, unbeknownst to me, um, like, the world kind of started crashing around me, I I had a car accident, and I was, um, like, bedridden, I guess, you know, I couldn't walk on my, because my knee was inflamed, so I was, like, then I wasn't, like, having that safety net of, like, going to work every day, and so I just got really depressed, and, um, like, the Holy Spirit just, like, I don't know. I hadn't been praying in years. And like, I was really depressed. My life around me was falling apart. And so I just started praying for God to fix those things around me. Like, please fix my parents to You know, if you make them Christians and everything mm-hmm. will be fine. And I just was like, if you would fix this relationship or fix this situation, then, um, everything will be fine. And what he did was so much better. So then my number notes to me, my parents had been contacted and they didn't know, but then they came and got me in. So then that's been it. So that is, that's
0: a great story. I, I, it, you are proving my point. I say this to patients all day long and, and you, you, know, I work in mental health and I'm a PA and, and we, we deal with opioid addiction is the primary addiction that, that I treat and yeah. you know that. Yeah. So I, I mean, we, I treat all kinds yeah. of different things, but opioid, but as far as addictions go, that's the, that's the main one that and alcohol addiction is the m- most of what I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. And, um, I always tell addiction patients like they are my least favorite population and they are my favorite population. Mm-hmm. Um, they're my least favorite because when they are not healthy, uh, like it is, it's very difficult mm-hmm. uh, to work with and it's, it's, it's hard to get to the bottom of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But when they are in recovery, uh, they give you faith in humanity that God can redeem people mm-hmm. that like. Uh, that that he can just take brokenness and make it beautiful and um, so I, I love seeing that in in I love seeing that in patience and it's I didn't even know that about oh, your story okay. yeah. so I like it, it, it just makes me like you more
2: okay <laughs> well I'll tell you a little quick thing I'm um, so um, like, I don't know how much my husband will be a part of this, but, um, so like two months before all this took place, my, um, stepdad, um, he was praying for me at Winterfest. It was like a big Church of Christ convention. And he was saying like, Oh Lord, I think it's this relationship she's in. Like, Lord, if you could just like help her to have somebody else, like she would be like better and she, and whatever's going on because I wasn't calling and being in contact mm-hmm. really. And, um, and then he was chaperoning with my husband now, Cameron, in that event, and he was like, well, if you could just give Christy somebody like Cameron, I mean, that would be great. Then she, then everything. she's like, Oh, but he's younger. And like, they don't even know each other. But then like two months later, we met and fell in love. So it's like, <laughs> he really, wow. so to me like praying for things is huge. Like, cause, because I have, like I asked my, I asked God for three things for my daughter. I wanted a left-handed child, a blue mm-hmm. eye. These are just weird, you know? And then I wanted her to be joyful. And like those, she is those three things. You're transitioning me
0: into my next
2: question, Sorry. but hold on.
0: Here we go. Laura, are you ready? Oh, I'm It's ready. an edit
1: alert. It's an edit alert. Every <laughs> it's an Monday. edit it
0: alert. It's happening again. <laughs> she said... That's right, an edit alert. I told you there'd be one, at least one every time. Let me come back to what she, she's talking okay. about, what she prayed for her daughter. Okay,
1: okay so don't right. let me forget that. I won't but forget here's it. the edit alert. Okay. So This is uh, where um, Jess completely derails whatever we been uh, Right, yeah. just to break yeah. the conversation yeah. until apart. Until and to, right. right,
0: and so there's no flow. So, mm-hmm. right. Just so there's yeah. no, 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 no flow to keep the podcast. Yeah, just, just keep it fresh. Just keep you on your toes. So you uh, you said that you had three prayers for your daughter. Um, we had three expectations for our children based on the way that Kyle and I look. Mm. We knew that we would have a blue eyed child. We knew that they would have huge nostrils <laughs> and flat butts. <laughs> <laughs> and by golly, if they don't, it's I'm because they have of your children now. Well, see how my nostrils are? It's like you could fit. I say I have quarter nostrils. You could stick a no, like a quarter uh-huh. in my nostril. Like they're very long nostrils. They're not that long. I mean, they're not. They're, do you, I, you want me to get a quarter? I I, I really don't want that. My
2: question is, how do you know that about yourself? Like, are you doing the side mirror and taking I a picture in and the and side at mirror and gone,
0: "Wow"? Have you ever put a quarter in? N- no. Okay.
1: I put other things in. But.
2: I mean, I feel like maybe a dime. A
0: dime, you could fit a dime in your no, tiny, tiny nose. Device. Device. Uh, she, nose. Has, she has the this nose. <laughs> want, <right>? This <laughs> nose is not fitting anything in <laughs> it. Maybe a yeah. P in there. Yeah, I okay. could do some edit alerts about So, my tiny so, nose. So that was not the. This is not. I broke up the transition because it would have been a great way for me to just segue into what Christy right. was talking about. No, yeah, that would but be
1: too professional. That would for be us. too professional. Right. Exactly. Last time she sang with the edit so at least this time no we CD. didn't get any singing. Okay. I call that a win.
0: But now yeah. back to you. Yes, but, but she had said you had the, uh, that you really believe in prayer, mm-hmm. and that you had like prayed those specific things for uh, for your daughter. And it leads me to our another question that we are going to asking everybody: mm-hmm. what What's
1: your big ask prayer? What's like we have to, we have to really enunciate the big, big ask on that for prayer? The church what podcast. like what's
0: what's the thing? Like and specifically in,
1: well, I guess we haven't really talked I think so much your giftedness. about giftedness. So we, yeah, we gave you the questions beforehand. Um, and I guess part A of that question is how do you think God has uniquely gifted you? Okay. And then the big ask prayer is how, what would be your dream for how, how God use would it? use those gifts? Okay. So that's the big ask prayer.
2: Okay, I think the uniquely he's gifted me I really like enjoy like getting to know somebody mm-hmm. um, so my like if you at the end of the day if Cameron's like well, what was the best part of your day it's always going to be those like moments I have with somebody and I had a mm-hmm. conversation and they like told me something that they needed to tell somebody mm-hmm. or they like shared something that they wouldn't or they like, got teary eyed over this thing that they're praying about and God's answering mm-hmm. so it's like being that person that, that people are just drawn to tell stuff to just knowing people right I really like those little small mm-hmm. fragments of like people interactions so you know even my daughter's cute all day long and does like 10,000 great things but it's like those are the highlights of my mm-hmm. day so I think I'm um I really like adults um and <laughs> kids that's like a whole other story about like I didn't really want to be a mom mm-hmm. but you know prayed about that for a long time um if God that was something God thought I needed to do and I can see now yes I needed to be a mom mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm learning so much about him so then um that brings me back to mostly like
1: how to pray that your child will stop throwing fits or just, just to, like how to like you don't know anything that you thought you knew
2: yeah well like how they're just so childlike like I always give the example of like like so one time we were eating like just by ourselves having like a meal and like she had like eight straws and one of the straws went on the floor and like she was going crazy over the straw that went on the floor and then this she had the seven I was like but you have the seven and she wanted the one on the floor and so I was like okay and then just like in that moment God told me like I go crazy after the straw on the floor. How often do we want that eighth straw? Yeah, so I was like, we're going crazy over the straw on the floor. And so we Mm -hmm. both get on the floor and get it. And, like, so it's, like, little ways that God shows me his love more through my interactions with her. But then also um, how much, like, he has unlimited patience. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have that. Like, he knows how to, like, I, he is completely delighted. I'm not always completely delighted with her. You know, those little things that, however, I was like, how much more, sovereign and majestic and wonderful he is but then also like how much more he loves me so 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 you so you you said that you felt like
0: uh the way that God's uniquely gifted you is that just just that you love engaging in relationship and you love making those deep connections with people Mm um how do you want him to see that what's the big ask there what do you what do you want to see him do with that
2: um, I want a job that, I want, like, a fun job that's, like, exciting. Like, I don't want, you know, when she goes to school, I don't want to go back to being a nurse. Like, I, mm-hmm. I mean, if that's what he wants me to do, I will do it, and I know he'll, you know, meet me there, and I don't know, I just, like, kind of feel like he's putting something on my heart. That I don't know what he's doing, because I don't really know what my, like, technical gifts are, I guess I should say. I know what my people gifts and my relational gifts are, but, but I how he's going to use that yeah. occasionally. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I just keep, a lot of times when I'm driving to church or driving to, like, different Bible says I just kind of get real, like, um, excited mm-hmm. and just, like, I have all these thoughts of, like, oh, like, and maybe this is the seven in me, I guess, the an Enneagram seven, like, so I'm, like, maybe, like, I should write a book about this, and I'm, like, I cannot write, We're- Mm-hmm. anything like I was not a good writer my teachers would just pass me like you know because I mean they gave me good grades but it was like because they were like she's so nice yeah so she's I really like, enjoyed well, talking to know, her her. <laughs> her grades matter to her <laughs> and you know she's this just bless her heart she's not a good writer so I, like that just shows you like I'm open to like whatever it is like obviously I want to be like the next gen hat maker but that is not, <laughs> that's probably not going to happen but I honestly keep just praying back to God like, what's the thing you want like because it's if it's because it's like, if he could, mm-hmm. like, part the sea for Moses, then he, whatever it is he had, he's made for me, I just need to know that. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like he's telling me right now, like, well, I didn't tell Moses right away either. Like, so I'm like, I'm just kind of that waiting, like, what's mm-hmm. the next thing? Maybe it is, maybe it just being a mom and a wife mm-hmm. and, and a neighbor. That's like, maybe that's it. I don't know. So, mm-hmm. but in my mind, like, yes, I want to be the next genemaker. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I love that. No, I'm, so, so what I'm hearing from you is that when uh, Jessica Denny here and I um, talk about how big and Famous, our podcast, is going to get obviously, yeah. that we should also be including God in the equation, like asking, oh, exactly. like, is this, is this what you want for us? Or, uh, I, I don't know, is that is that sound like uh, what we should be doing as good Christians?
2: I, I feel like all, I, I kind of have this like theory, and this is like so not churchy, but like the all creativity comes from God, like we are not creative, like he he like we're just dust, you know? And, and, and I feel like any creativity it's from him, I really feel like, so mm. absolutely
0: i think that's that's part of our image bearerness yes like like, is that he um that that's how we reflect him is he is like the ultimate creator he is ultimately creative and that that's one of the ways that he
1: reflects himself in us
0: um
1: i feel like god reflected less creativity in me than most people yes but you are (laughs) purpose-driven I am. Thank you. Let's relive that <laughs> moment over and over and <laughs> over. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was in our, in our first podcast where we kind of introduced everything. I mistakenly and um, out of bodily said the term uh, purpose driven. And I'm never going to live it down because it was like super churchy and Christianese. And um, she thought it was real funny and made fun of me relentlessly after the microphone was off. Uh, <laughs> during the podcast, she kept a good straight face. So I that think
0: was... that might have launched my... No, that, that's what launched my first edit
2: alert.
1: <laughs> oh, did you have... Oh, that... That, you... They the get your motor running. Oh, okay. Wait, that was, that was on that one. Okay. I couldn't remember. Okay. Yeah. Got it. They're that all running together. They, they are all kind is of is it like,
2: did you use that that's term when she sang. to be intentional? Is that what um, she's saying? to No, say? I, uh, sometimes
1: when the mic is rolling, I get a little flustered and okay. I just try to make sure I'm feeling She panics and he says "Christian." So yeah, when uh, I, sometimes <laughs> I'll say things that I'm like, that's not how I talk in real life. And, um, that was one of those moments. I've never said that before and probably never will really again. Right. It.
0: And if you were doing this with someone else, they would have just let it go right? and no one else right. would have noticed. Well, then
1: there are some people that can say things like that and sound normal. Like you just said image bearer. I can't say that. It sounds weird when so? I say it. No, it doesn't work for me. Something more sarcastic works for me. <laughs> but some people can talk like that and I'm just not one of them. And Jess knows that.
2: <laughs> I, caught, I, I caught that
1: purpose driven. <laughs> it perked up my ears.
2: Wait, Maybe are left. you guys, had, had y'all already been thinking about this before Kristen had said that she wanted something like this? I think we both
1: separately kind of have our Jen Hatmaker <laughs> ideals. Yeah, so you're in good company. Jen Hatmaker,
2: yeah. you better... Yeah, watch, watch out. This. Watch your back.
1: Yeah, because that's really... Probably going to happen here in the next couple Probably. of Probably. Well, what are some
2: yeah. of your favorite? Because you have to... Have some favorites that you listen to. You know, that's that somebody else asked me that,
0: and I and it's it's humiliating to say. Actually, I just listened to murder
1: podcasts. Yeah, true crime is <laughs> my <laughs> jam. Wait. Mine too. But I can. I mean, I feel like I can throw some. I think that God-centered mom has some
2: I don't good I don't stuff.
1: She's local, um,
0: and then I'm super into all of the Enneagram yeah, uh, podcasts. Yeah. Wait.
2: So, what are you?
1: I I like oh on the Enneagram. Are you like three oh or?
2: I've given her
1: the book. Okay. She okay. ordered me and paid for the book, and it was delivered to my house. Partially because she loves me, and also partially because she's obsessed and wanted a sounding board to yeah. talk about uh, it. Yeah, and, and Kyle, who is a 9, okay. won't talk to me about yes, it at all. Yes, which right? my
2: husband won't discuss it. He, wouldn't even take, he would not even take the test. I had to do things. Do you think he's a 9? Do you think he's a 9? Well, he took the test, and he got, like, a 3-2. But okay. then we have a cousin who's, like, um, does, works under the, what's the Suzanne? Who, like, she's a uh, yeah, and so she know, yeah. and she's no camera, and she says that he's a one, too. And I'm like, I, I don't know, It's I feel like he's probably a one. Yes, well, who knows, because yeah. he won't do the yeah, work. Yeah, he won't,
1: yeah. <laughs> I want to do the work. I was just trying to read the book in order, okay. and... Oh, so that's a six, because a six will want, I want to know everything. Or, or maybe a one. one. No, I'm, I, I, I don't well, think I'm a six, but... I really don't know what do I do you know.
2: walk into the room and you know the worst case scenario no. like okay yeah. No, and that's six. why
1: I have a supervisee yeah. at work who is a six and she said that's what she does and I was like, I don't really And do you know
2: that. half of the populations are sixes apparently and I'm like it's hard ah? why I've been so uncomfortable when people those <laughs> Really? Like, they really they have to have all their questions You're a seven. I'm a seven eight, You're just a seven. Like her. Yeah.
1: I'm I am not an eight. Uh, any part eight but i might be a seven i might be a two i have yet to determine it
0: i thought i was an eight at first sorry this we're derailing this conversation because half the half the people listening are like you don't even know what you're talking about i thought i was an eight but then i realized i wasn't that angry
2: yes (laughs) i'm like
0: no i only mildly care about things yes
2: and it It, it can pass really quickly yes Mm -hmm. yes exactly Okay,
0: back on Sorry. the rails. We'll yes. try this again. Well, yeah, okay, um, we'll do the enneagram session with right. you, Christy, okay, once more. Right. Reads read the book. Okay. Yes. We'll, well, we'll be you. Yes, yes. yes, yes, yes that's that's right. you're nice. nice. yeah.
1: okay. Um, okay. So I heard you say earlier that at thirty-four you had a major life change, mm-hmm. which I know that's when you met your husband,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and I don't know if that was when everything came to him with the and everything. Okay. So in recent years, maybe even more recently than that, how do you think God's been working on you and growing you?
2: Okay, so that when I was thirty-four, so I came to my parents' house. I went to rehab for a week to detox, mm-hmm. got out of um, got out of um, rehab, and then the next thing went to church. You know, I was super embarrassed. You know, these people have been praying for me. It was a church I didn't grow up in. My parents moved when I was in college, so it was like a whole other city, you know, state. So I went to that church, and the preacher said that you know what makes the angels praise the most, or praise the angels rejoice most when and it was when a uh, repentance center returns and I that just was like oh like so mm-hmm. I'm like this a party, party. Yeah, it's yeah, party. They are and it's okay and so that church just really welcomed me and that was the church my husband went to so next day I met him mm-hmm. but then you know if you guys know about recovery you're supposed to like get your stuff together you're not supposed to get in another relationship and so we just didn't really do anything about it for like mm-hmm. a month and then we were married within like seven months of me being sober wow so that is crazy the i watch, actually think that like uh recovery says like for a year i did have a christian counselor that i was seeing like and she was like i think it's okay for you to be in a relationship and maybe i don't know that could i still look back and i was like there were some burdens for i wasn't mentally like um okay sometimes so i didn't i wasn't able to fight fair, you know or i wasn't mm-hmm. we, you know first year marriage can be really um hard mm-hmm. and you know really fun too but um so I, I wasn't always like equipped to handle some of that stuff so that mm-hmm. was kind of where that's you where I met see, Jesus you could
1: see that reasoning
2: yeah I could there. Say, oh totally now mm-hmm. I'm like it's you know maybe nice to wait 10 years because you're just a more of a whole person and more sure of who you are and um luckily I was like my identity's in Christ and mm-hmm. I was just kind of letting Christ carry a lot so it just is a very humble time mm-hmm. I felt like um, God, you know, I was just say Christ was just carrying me. And um, that's when I met Christ too, I say, because I was, um, I think it was like a couple days after I got out of rehab and I was doing a Bethmore Bible study with that church. And one of the verses was the Deuteronomy verse, when you seek me with your whole heart, you'll find me. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of leveled me because I had never been more like, Zeroed, then you know, some you know, Mm isosymmetric is that moment. You know, I had like only a bag, like none of my worldly possessions came with me. You know, I was in my parents' house, you know, I was like Mm -hmm. starting over at 34. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. So, um, I just thought, and it wasn't even like that. I had these huge aspirations, like I'm gonna memorize the whole Bible and I'm gonna like save Africa. Mm -hmm. You know, it was (laughs) just that I was so, I knew that I could only, I guess, continue or do better with Jesus. And it was Mm -hmm. just a real sincere prayer, I guess God accepted it. And then he just changed everything. Mm-hmm. So like, so when I was doing her Bible study, I had never done it with more Bible study. It was kind of a lot for an unchurched person who'd been like on drugs. Which one was it? It was the breaking free. Oh, that's a great that's one. It's a great one, especially and for where you are. Yeah, yeah, it really was. I'm in my head, that. as if I know. Yeah, it's about just it, it's about like, it, it's kind of about like addictions, but, but even, not, like, yeah, strong, but more yeah, just kinda, more like strongholds. stronghold, yeah, yeah, strongholds, strongholds, mm-hmm. yeah. Like and like even like where's God and like if you if you had like been molested or something like things mm-hmm. like that like big 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 topics. Mm-hmm. And she was on one of her videos. She was like, I was driving down the street and I was praising Jesus and I had my hands in the air and I was like, I will never like that like that is okay like i never could get there no i'll never get there and like Mm -hmm. that is me today (laughs) like you know like i i all my podcast. like i just want like i don't listen to like regular music not that it's wrong but it's just like i want to listen to more like podcasts that point me to christ so
0: are you saying you don't listen to a lot of murder podcasts is that what (laughs) you're
2: saying i did listen to a very popular one like who like the one that's kind of popular serial I did listen to that one, but, uh, well, the second season wasn't that good, but, um, and then there was another one that kind of has a curse word, and then the title, that one was really good. S-Town? S-Town. Yes. Okay. It was yeah. It was so good. Those characters were just... Really they were. Crazy. It was heartbreaking. Yeah. But, it, it, yeah, but anyway, sorry. you're
0: now, you're now the Beth Moore, praising Jesus in the yeah, car. Like funny. Bernie, the beginning a, a scene of Bernie. Have y'all ever seen the movie Bernie? Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. It's, I Jack Black plays like a, he's like a... Mortician slash kind of like deacon it's at the story, at like at the church and and uh, anyway he's singing in the in the so driving down dra- driving down the road, road singing uh, singing hymns so, so if we
1: see you we could, could really arm in the air yeah or me talking to
2: God you know like just something like that or like yeah so just that's like where my husband like he's really into CrossFit and I'm always always joke well that's how I feel about church like and it's like it's not like oh like I'm a better Christian or something. It's just that Mm -hmm. I just really enjoy like, oh, like there's this DBC and they have all these activities and all Mm -hmm. these Bible studies. So how did y'all end up in Dallas and then specifically at Dallas Bible? Okay. So once we were married a year, you know, we had that kind of like, oh, it was really great and really exciting and really like low times too with with some of our fights because we were very different personalities. So then we like threw another wrench on it. We got, he's in the video game industry. And so you kind of have to live in big cities. Mm -hmm. So we up and moved after a year. To LA. Oh wow. And that was really hard because what little bit of community I had built up, I had to like leave it all behind and it was just he and I. But that was a really good place for God to grow our relationship too, even more so. And then um also just I had a lot I wasn't working then. Mm -hmm. And so just for me to spend time like praying, and I was Mm -hmm. really lonely and I'm a people person. And so that just was a lot of time with God. So long story short, we were there for ended up being there for almost three years, which was way longer than we wanted. Um, and then we, um, were just like not really finding a church, not getting plugged in. And then one day he just comes home and he's like, yeah, we got to get out of here. And so he, um, oh, wow. put like a feeler out on the internet and then somehow Dallas contacted him. We, this was not on our radar. We we're like, we didn't want, you know, we just came for the free, we were poor. So we just came for the free interview and like, you know, plane ride in a hotel room. And then when he got here, he's like, this is it. And, and I always say like the one time I know for sure the Holy Spirit was like doing physical work that I could see was like the car was driving itself from the airport to the hotel. Like it was, it was very obvious. Like, wait, this feels different than,
0: hmm. so. I, I know I asked you where, no, 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 um, I know I asked you where, um, Like how y'all ended up at DBC too, but before you answered that, where did you
2: tell us where you're originally from? Okay, so I was born in Virginia, Newport News, Virginia. Okay, and so when I my mom got the divorce, that we moved to Tennessee, and that's where that's where. She found Jesus. You know, I found Jesus, mm-hmm. I guess I would say. We became Christians. We we're a church of Christ. And that's where I went to college. That's where I worked as an um, adult. I mean, I did live in a couple other states temporary, like with nursing, but a you little were a bit, but from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And then when I had to start my whole life over, I moved my parents to South Carolina because they had moved when I was in college to South Carolina. Oh, okay. So, so that was
1: a, it. wasn't like you went wasn't to like a I different went neighborhood. No,
2: it was like I went to a different state. Were, wow. Yeah. And it was really bad. Like when I knew I was going to rehab and they were like, pack your bag. You're going to rehab, and I like oh to me, this is a funny story, but this just shows you how bad it was. Like, so I packed a like huge suitcase and I had like a prom dress in there, a, a tennis skirt, like no matching shoes. You thought you were going like, to celebrity
1: like, rehab. I don't, just not, just not, too much, too much. I didn't even know she's, but
2: she, And yeah. she's yeah. yeah, Uh
1: so yeah. you were a little was, less than know. grounded.
2: Yeah. I was way less than grounded, but I do remember there's a maybe this is what the Holy Spirit sounds like in my head is that when I was sitting there and I was like I, I don't want to go like I thought another situation was going to take place and then when I was my my terms or my conditions like this is what's going to take place were being presented to me and I was like well I can just really buck this or and I was mm-hmm. sitting on the floor and I was just like I am not having this I don't want my parents involved which I don't know why like I guess Satan does that like because of course they love me and want to help me. It's pride yeah mm-hmm. I just really didn't want them to know about this. And, um, and then this little voice was just like, just go. And I had this like vision of like the ocean currents, like, and I try to explain this to people and it sounds cheesy, but I want to ask God one day, like, what was that? Like, did you give me a vision? Mm -hmm. And it was just like how, like all this stuff just goes. Like, you know, it's like this little current, this little jet stream goes here and does this thing and it's like, just go. And so I was like, okay. And I went and, Mm -hmm. um... Yeah, and a few other times, especially concerning my husband, like, you know, when, when I was texting him for the first time, I was like, I don't text guys, because that was, like, past my generation. That's right. Know? I'm quite, I'm a little bit older, and, um, and then I was like, I don't You're text You're our guys. age. Yes. We don't text people. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not gonna, now, now I do. But, yeah, now But I then I was like, I don't, and this little voice was like, just do it. And so I just, like, and text, texted him this encouraging text, and that's, like, what started our relationship. So I was like, little ways, I feel like, you know... Is that, in that's way off topic, I'm sorry. No, it's yeah, not, not off topic, so. that's,
1: the topic is you, so anything about yeah. <laughs> you is, is what we want to hear about. Tonight we're learning about Christie. And so when you, um, you moved to L.A., moved to Dallas... And then, how long after you guys moved to Dallas did you discover DBC?
2: Okay, so since we didn't have a church in LA, and there weren't a lot of churches to choose from, like they were huge, it was just a weird church. So once we came to Dallas, we're like, we're getting a church right away. So we found Church of Christ in the phone book, and we went straight to that one and pledged that day. Like, we're members mm-hmm. and got a life group, and you know, we Carson was born in that church. They, you know, we had like, we had several friends, but there was just something kind of missing for us. There wasn't like a really men's group and. Um, I don't know, I went to the Bible studies, and I'm not going to say what church, I think it's a great church, but just mm-hmm, wasn't sure. a fit for us, and he, he, he wasn't really comfortable there, I think I would have just stayed there and just made it work, but he was just like, this isn't for us, and so I go to BSF, and so I heard about this, like, Grace Bible Church, the leader, she goes to that, the main speaker, mm-hmm. and so I thought, well, we'll just go to that one, we'll try that one, and so when we went to DBC, we thought that was Grace Bible, <laughs> and, and, so and we're like, this is great, and so we, like, Started going there, and we were like, well, When are we gonna see Susan? And then they're like, This isn't Christ's Bible, so it was kind of like I don't God know. drove the car there again, I, I guess. Grace yeah. Bible is also a great church, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know it was, totally but been, th- yes, it was that Christmas but, thing, and they were like,
1: Oh, this was the church, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. And I, we a few years not a few years ago, I guess like last year, our life group this was pre you being in it, but our life group got together with the this girls. Was, like, I don't her. remember her being
2: there, yeah, yeah, this
1: was before she went there got together with the girls in your life group. And I just remember you, you saying did. like, I'm so thankful that I'm at this church and yeah. I've made like really good friends and it's, it changed everything. It changed everything.
2: And now who, I don't know, who's who's in your life group? Do I, I so Alina Sage. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Daniel. And then we have the Taryn, you know the guy who does the parking? And then mm-hmm. the girl who's at the booth there they're in our new. life group. They're, they're new. Mm-hmm. And they're, the they're Sparks. Great. Oh, 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 yeah. The like camera? that Wendy, Wendy's. Wendy's. yeah, uh, Okay. And then we... I don't know them, but... We've had some people come in and out because, like, they have babies and mm-hmm. things
0: change. so... So I just got yeah. to work with Alina on the at Seder, and she's so
1: sweet. She's so talented. She's, sweet. she's
0: so talented. She is. She, she made is. those tables
1: look really pretty. Yeah, I bet she did. She's got really great taste. Um, she does. One, one question I took off from here is... Um, Do you have a favorite Bible verse? Because I live in fear that someone's going to ask me that question one of these days. So um, I think pretty much that brings us to um, how do you still like to grow? How would you still like to grow? And how can we pray for you?
2: Um, Well, I would like to... um... Hmm. I, 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 mean, I would like to know the thing I am supposed to do, but that's not. That's, I mean, like a big, the big reveal. Yeah, of your, I guess the big reveal. But then I was just thinking what like, you are going to do with the rest of your life. Yeah, but then I was like, what if it's like okay, like I know this girl in my Bible study on Wednesday night, and she's single and she's like waiting for her husband. Mm. And then I am like, what if he took, God's like, you are going to marry Joe, but it's going to be ten more years? Like, what did you want to know the waiting? Like, mm. so I am like, I guess I don't necessarily. That's my big prayer is, like, just be comfortable in the waiting or not, like, rush it away. Because, like, what if it takes a lot out of me and this is, like, the most rest I'm going to get? You just don't, you know, you don't know. It's like, And I, there can
1: be a lot of fruit in the waiting. Yeah. There can be a lot of growth and change and yeah, self-discovery it's, it's, and God-discovery.
0: And I, I, I don't know if we talked about this just you and I or if this was, like, we had discussion and podcasts, but uh, what you're saying kind of reminds me probably because, like, I, I don't know if it's extroverts more or, or what I hate to make gross generalizations but like uh, uh, like I've always struggled with living small like mm-hmm. uh, um, and I, rem- I I remember in seminary one of my professors once saying that sometimes God calls you to to, to a big bold life and sometimes he calls you to live quietly and um and that there was that there was really no distinct there was really no distinction there with him. What he calls you to is mm-hmm. where you most glorify him, and um, and I've tried I've tried to like help myself be present where I am, mm-hmm. like knowing that that's where God has me mm-hmm. in this moment and whatever that is. That I, I hope that I'm doing it to, mm-hmm.
1: the, to to the to the maximum of His glory and yeah I think when you're always trying to see so far out into the distance you can miss what's right in front of you
2: mm-hmm. Which it's, seven, really it's a seven it's what? a sevenish thing to do really nice husband you hear me it's a sevenish thing to do to live out in the future they say that we really like we like plan for the future we're happy so we're making plans I don't think that's always how I am because I feel like I am being I'm good at the moment but then I'm like maybe not but I feel like and I was going to ask you this like I feel like being a Christian is easier for me because I know heaven is coming Like, and I I like, I don't know other numbers if they have that same feeling but it's like anything that happens here I'm like oh but we're gonna have heaven it's uh-huh. so much easier for me to like take whatever not that's not good mm-hmm. here not perfect because it's like oh I know heaven's coming and I you can't and throw frame and throw that, your silver lining on you know it yeah, yeah I do find that too <laughs> yeah. but, I, but maybe I am a seven because I be seven. have that yeah. thought of just like and that's not easy for some people like I, mm-hmm. I have some very close relationships where they they're very caught up, you know. That like this really matters, you know.
1: Oh yeah, um, I would not say that that would be something easy for my husband.
2: Okay, I don't want to throw my husband under the bus, but yeah, he's the one. I just he, did. She I, I he has I left no the way friends that
1: are like that. It was her not. husband the whole time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 when you. I say my friends, I mean husband.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So great. Okay, <laughs> it's like everybody's younger too. I don't know. Like I. You know, like I've done it the other way. Like he's been so good to like walk with God the whole time, mm, and sure. like didn't do any break any of the rules, and mm-hmm. you know, so he was really good. <laughs> no, you know, no, we're boy. just easy, he gets yes. credit. No, I just think that that that's
1: a gift of yours, and he might have different
0: so, gifts. So this week we can be praying for you, and this week and on, just be yes. praying that God continues to give you direction to harness those gifts that he's given you and that friendliness and care Mm -hmm. about other people and that gentle heart for others
2: maybe i'm hearing this i'm like i need a more gentle heart for my child (laughs) Mm and my husband i guess yeah Yeah. that would be specific that would be specific yeah like maybe that's yeah like right now today when i am as a mom and a a wife Mm -hmm. and a really bad homemaker <laughs> oh I <laughs> you know, doubt it. Really, that, really, that. that. that's not I'm okay with it you know but. I feel
1: like what makes a good homemaker is delighting in your child what you do you yeah. spoke some really sweet words about her so <laughs> who cares if it's a little messy
2: yeah that's right yeah
1: um, okay, so that brings us to the end of our interview. Okay. We're so thankful that you came on. I feel like you're a natural, okay. so the Jen Hatmaker future could be yours, could be something. but we are going to pray that um, you're able to focus on the now and, and, and see what, it, what good is happening
0: okay.
1: um, right in front of you.
0: Thanks for coming. Thank you guys yes. for having me. Thanks for joining us.